Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Super Premium 100% Blue Agave Patron Tequila. Enjoy a Patron Paloma this week, and it'd be a perfect Super Bowl cocktail. It's easy and it's delicious. Patron Reposado Paloma, absolutely delicious. The bartenders at Bravo Italian Restaurant and Bar make a phenomenal one. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We welcome in Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. It's weird. Today's signing day, but it's kind of not. Obviously, Lugan, Luganville, Lugs heads up that and has for some time, but most everything's been done in December in the transfer portal. Uh, it's kind of crazy for you the way this thing started 20 years for you, and now what uh, February signing day is today, right? Oh, gosh, the shift in the landscape and how all the, you know, the different progressions of the transfer portal going to two signing periods, the extra year due to COVID, name, image, and likeness. I think coaches and really administrators, when they decided to go to the the two different signing periods during the calendar year, I think they completely uh, misevaluated how many of the kids would go ahead and sign during the first period? You know, I know we, we ran the numbers on it. It started off at like 72% of the class the first year we had it had already signed. And then that worked itself all the way up to, you know, 80%. And now it's even greater because the high school player is starting to see the trickle-down effect uh, of the limited scholarship availability because of the transfer portal. So everything has just changed in such a drastic way, and now it looks like we're all, whether it's the Big Ten SEC getting together, um, Congress, whatever whatever you may look at, there's a lot of different folks right now trying to figure out how to fix this big mess we've gotten ourselves into. Yeah, 
I'm hoping. I mean, the game's still great, as you know, and game day is still sure. awesome. When you're there on the booth, in the booth, or on the sidelines, when I'm, I mean, you're working, I'm drinking beer and eating nachos. Um, <laughs> but so the game's still great. We had an unbelievable college football playoff. But yeah, we we want to get this. I'm, I'm really hoping, you know, somebody can figure this out. It sounds like it's going to be Fatidi uh, and Sankey. Um, that are just going to go ahead and drive this over the goal line, but but maybe we'll get it figured out in the next 24 months. Um, Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. All right, Lugs, uh, the Super Bowl this weekend. How do you how do you consume the Super? I mean, do you watch it at the house? Do you go to a, do you and your wife go to a big party? What what do you do on Super Bowl Sunday? Well. <laughs> To answer that question, this year is a little bit unique. So I think you knew this. I, I turned 50 on January 3rd. And my wife, for my 50th birthday, decided to plan a trip for us. But because it was right in the middle of bowl season, the Under Armour All-America Week, the national championship game was the following weekend, we certainly couldn't do anything of that. So what she did is she planned a trip for us without me knowing where we are going. So on Sunday, I'm leaving to go to Parts Unknown for a week for my 50th birthday. And she's going to tell me on Saturday so I can properly pack. So (laughs) I'm not sure where I'm going to be on Sunday this time around. But I would say generally, I just, we probably throw something on the grill. Um, I sit at home. Maybe we have some folks over. I don't make too much of a big deal out of it. uh, Me neither. But I enjoy watching it. Yeah, certainly enjoy watching. I don't know where I'm going to be. Okay, this is fantastic. All right, so we got to handicap this. Tom Luganville is on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. He turned 50 in January. He and his wife are going on a trip. They leave Sunday for a week, which is awesome. Now, y'all love to go skiing. So if you had to... I, I do. She likes to sit by the fire and read a book and have a glass of wine. Oh, that's me. That's Wendy and I. Yeah, last time we went with a couple skiing, we went to the bar. It was this beautiful lodge and bar. I ordered some Grand Marnier, got a cigar, Wendy got some wine, and we let them, you know, um, ski up and down the the, the uh, slopes. Um, okay, so if you had to, if you had to bet a Hyundai, if you had, if you had to bet a hundred bucks, do you think you're going somewhere warm, or do you think you're going somewhere with snow? At a hundred bucks, I would say this time around it would be snow because we went to Stowe, Vermont that first week in December after champion, right before championship weekend because I had the, the weekend off. We took a little break there. I've gone to the mountains of North Carolina for a couple of days here and there in the month of January. So that's two, I guess you could say, quote-unquote, winter trips. We went to Breckenridge. I think I told you that. I'm banking on it being something tropical. I don't know if that's going to be in the United States, outside of the United States. Um, I have, I've tried not to look into it too much because I don't want to know. Like my, my wife, when I was 40, she planned a surprise birthday party for me with 150 people and was able to keep it a secret. Wow. I have no idea how she pulled it off. It was unbelievable. And so now, like, I don't even want to know what she's come up with because, number one, I don't want to spoil it. But number two, she's so good at doing that stuff without me knowing about it that that part's pretty cool. So I kind of respect that part of it. But if I'm going to push my chips to the table, I'd say tropical. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay. All right. So, uh, I'm going to have to send you, since you turned 50 January 3rd, I'm going to send you about a half a dozen premium cigars. Cool? Sign me up, brother. Okay. All right. Um, That's very nice of you. Yeah. No, I, I've got some sticks that, that you're going to, that you're going to love. And you can uh, smoke them when you get back from your 50th uh, vacation. All right, very cool. Now let's let's talk a little ball. I want to I want to jump into uh, some NFL quarterbacks, and I want to start with Bo Nix. So we've we've been having you on for years, and sure, I love Gus Malzahn. I think he's a wonderful coach. And what happened with Bo Nix is so cool because. His story was written, you know, early and then out at Oregon. He was thrown to the fire at Auburn as a true freshman, brutal in this league, and I don't think he really had the supporting cast, even though I think the world of Gus. So as you look at Knicks and and the way that he the maturation progress and the way that he progressed from the pocket, plus I think he's more athletic than people give him credit for, Luke's. How do you seem translating to the NFL because he's going in the first round? I think. Well, I think the number one thing that's going to help him out the most is whether it was the week at the senior bowl, whether it is going to be in-person interviews, whether it's going to be his pro day, whether it's going to be the combine, whether he decides whether he's going to do all of those things. People are going to really examine him maybe more so than any other quarterback in the draft pool to try to figure out how he went from marginally productive below average accuracy, high level of streakiness to a completely different player. If you look at his last year at Auburn and his first year at Oregon, you watch him in the pocket, it's almost unrecognizable. So something has happened there, and that could be a a combination of uh, Kenny Dillingham and the offensive approach and how they chose to use him. It could be the personnel around him. It could be his maturity. It could be a variety of different things. But people don't just make that 180-degree turn. I think people are going to be very intrigued by watching him because when they'll see him physically, and you're right about the athleticism, I bet you if he decides to run, he runs 4'6". Like, I bet he 
He's Andrew Luck type numbers. Um, he's got really good initial uh, quickness in the pocket, but they see him and they're going to look at him and physically they're going to love him and they're going to really like him. He's got all the arm talent. He's got the size. He can move. He can do all those sorts of things. But I think the film scrutiny of him is going to be so much fun to hear GMs and scouts and, co- uh, scouts and coaches say, wow, this guy just completely became a different guy. And then they're going to start to ask, well, why is that? Can he only play uh, in a certain type of setting? Is he limited from an aptitude standpoint? I'm not saying he is. I'm just I'm throwing hypotheticals out there because they're going to ask these questions. But I, I think he's one of the most intriguing guys in, in the entire pool. And if, if clearly the question is going to be asked of, of Van Lanning, what did you guys do offensively that changed his ability to process, to perform, to become uh, productive on a consistent basis and become accurate on a consistent basis. And to me, I would love to be in a room to hear those conversations with Dan Lanning and when they go to Arizona State and they visit with Kenny Dillingham to say, hey, what what happened with this guy? Because it's just, you don't see much of that. No, um, but I think the journey is so valuable for him, Luke's. no doubt. What happened in the no SEC? Uh, he actually had some success. People overlooked that he did play well at times, and he got thrown in there yeah, at eighteen yeah, or nineteen, yeah. and things yeah. just weren't kind of things were kind of unraveling down on the plains at the time. A lot of that wasn't his fault, yeah. in my opinion. Um, and then, like you said, what he became at Oregon, and something else. And I know you referenced it a, a month or so ago. Is what Parcells said. Hey, man, if I get a chance, I want a dude who started twenty eight, thirty plus games. Well, yep. Luke's he's seen it all. He's old. He's been in big games in two different conferences. I think that is a tremendous asset for the NFL team that is, you know, at the, I guess at the right place at the right time to draft him in the spring. See, this is this is why, and I think if we saw more of this each and every year, we'd see more of this type of production. Jaden Daniels, all right, Michael Penix Jr., and Bo Nix are all old. Right? We don't see quarterbacks now if they're any good going past their junior year. And if, it, and if, they, and if they didn't register, it's going to be their true junior year. All right? So a guy like Drake May, he redshirted, kind of developed in the program, played sparingly a little bit early. And then, you know, he's not as old as those guys, but he's not your three-and-out guy either. So that's going to be attractive to NFL teams. Obviously, Caleb's a three-and-out guy. Michael Penix Jr., the biggest criticism of him is going to be basically his body you know what he's had two reconstructive uh shoulder surgeries he's had i think one or two acls and he's older so there's been a lot of mileage on that chassis right but there is something to be said for playing that much football and seeing so much so that when you do enter into the national football league you will have experienced things that the three and out guy who may be higher valued who may be higher up on the board has yet to see, and that three-and-out guy may not be as ready for the NFL as the fifth- or sixth-year guy is. And, you know, we used to see a bunch – you're right, I referenced it. It was a very specific critical factor sheet Bill Parcells had. I think it was – I want to see 65% completion. I want to see a three-to-one touchdown-interception ratio. I want to see a guy who is at least a redshirt junior, meaning he'd been in school for four years. Um, And and you have all these things that you're looking for because you want – game experience and we've gotten to less and less of that but this class because of covid and all those sorts of things um has helped guys like this tom luganville with espn
He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. So, all right, do you believe, when you compare Jaden Daniels and Bo Nix, do you think there's a big gap or a fingernail? How do you see it? Um, I think that two things probably, at least initially, that I've noticed is Jaden Daniels is going to be far more of a dynamic dual threat where you would have to contend with him as a runner more often than you would with Bo. And I think through the course of time in their careers, Jaden Daniels has turned into, I don't think he's where Michael Penix was while he was at Washington, but he's turned into one of the most prolific deep ball passers in college football. And I think that that's probably where I would say that Jaden has a, has a slight edge. Um, but, I mean, you're talking about a player, and he's another intriguing guy, Bo. I mean, you're talking about a player that at Arizona State, as a true freshman, it was like, oh, boy, this team is going to be really, really good. And then the following year, I don't know if you remember this, Arizona State returned like 19 starters off of that team. And, it, I mean, they were slated to be a 10-11 win team, challenged for the Pac-12 title. And if you remember, they played uh, – it was – the COVID year, and they played that opening game at USC at nine o'clock in the morning. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. So they play SC and they and they barely lose to SC and shouldn't have lost the game. But anyway, from that point on, throughout the rest of his sophomore year, okay, and then throughout the rest of his junior year, Jaden Daniels regressed. I mean, he really regressed. And then I had when he transferred to LSU. I had LSU's spring game. Brian Kelly had just gotten there. Mike Denbrock had just come over. Um, the quarterbacks in the room were Walker Howard as a true freshman, uh, Miles Brennan, who at that time had not decided not to play yet, uh, Garrett Nussmeyer, who was either – I think he was a redshirt freshman. And then Jaden Daniels was, was in the mix there. And I came away from the spring game, and I didn't even know if he was going to be their starter. I mean, that's – we talk about Bo Nix flipping a switch. I mean, and, and listen, I think that Mike Denbrock did a remarkable job. Um, uh, he had LSU had really good players around Jaden Daniels. And then Jaden Daniels just upped his game. He played fantastic football. So I think he deserves a lot of credit too for turning it around uh, because he was not heading on a positive trajectory after his sophomore and junior year at Arizona State. Tom Luganville talking quarterbacks on the Out of Bounds show. Well, that takes me to Jackson Dart. So, it's not the same group of, you know, Caleb Williams, Drake May, um, Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, McCarthy, Penix, and so on. But still, um, you got Carson Beck, Jackson Dart, Quinn Ewers, a couple others. Uh, Is Dart the most... Is he the most talented quarterback returning in 2024 in the country? He, he's the best athlete of those three that you just mentioned. Does that mean he's the best player? Um, possibly. Could he be? Yeah. Continuing to, to develop decision-making and processing, um, not forcing the football. He improved on that greatly this year, last year from the previous year. Um, you know, it's interesting because you look at the, the quarterback draft pool. I mean, it's, and you look at who's in this cycle, and it's no wonder, you know, Quinn Ewers, decided to come back. I mean, he's looking at the 2025 draft cycle for quarterbacks and gets pretty thin right now unless we see some other guys emerge that 
you know, maybe we're not talking about it this, at this particular moment. You know, for example, what if Connor Wegman uh, stays healthy the entire year and has a monster year? Will all of a sudden his draft stock skyrocket? You know, we haven't seen some of those guys emerge just yet, but uh, he Jackson's in the he's in the discussion, um, and I think he's played it smart by, you know, listening to his coach, listening to the people that he trusts on, you know, staying in school, returning, playing more. Um, and he's going to have a really good football team around him too. I think that's the other thing that that uh, we've got to acknowledge is he's going to have help. Now you're going to look at him, you're going to say, okay, he's going to have help around him. And now that he's at this level that he's at, how much better is he going to make everybody else around him? This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then you throw in Kiffin as a top five play caller. You know. And, and somebody like you mentioned that to me he said i love dart just like i love corral but he said i have i have to weigh the fact that lane makes people look bad on saturday but dart's still talented so that's a because he is an a play caller offensive coordinator how do you balance that luke's listen i mean if play calling coupled with really good players and instincts as a play caller and being one, two, three steps ahead. Guys like Kodal Nicky at, uh, at Penn State, who was just at Kansas, Sark, Lane, Lincoln, um, even Kalen DeBoer, Ryan Grubb, however you want to call it. Um, I've talked to a lot of coaches about play calling. A lot of them will, will tell you that play calling is obviously very, very important, but it, it's also a byproduct of having better players than everybody else. I mean, if you've got, if you've got a quarterback, and they've got good players around them, then you can look pretty darn good as a play caller. Sometimes that's really, really tough to do when you don't have some of the ingredients that you have to have, and now all of a sudden you're a bad play caller. So I think, I think it's relative to, to some degree. Um, but I, I remember, because what you're kind of pointing at, I, I remember this criticism of, of Jeff Tedford during his time as not only the offensive coordinator at Fresno State, going back to Trent Dilfer, but then, of course, at Oregon with Joey Harrington and Akili Smith. Then he moves on to Cal. And you've got, you know, Aaron Rodgers and a, and a slew of other guys. And the criticism was, well, why don't any of Jeff Hedford's guys pan out in the NFL? Well, 
Jeff Tedford's job is to coach college football and to win games for whoever he's coaching for. Um, what happens at the next level to some, to some degree is, you know, the onus falls upon the player and then the next step that he takes with the organization. But I think you, you got you to gotta take a little bit of that with a grain of salt, though, because Lane Kiffin has a job to do at Ole Miss. Stark has a job to do at Texas. Um, and what happens after that, you're going to criticize the college coach for saying, well, a guy hasn't played well at the National Football League level. Okay, well, I, I don't know if I put that much stock into all of that. Describe the difference um, talent-wise between Jackson Dart at Ole Miss and Quinn Ewers at Texas. Mm, um, Jackson's a better athlete in terms of, you know, being a potential designated runner. He's built an awful lot like Bo Nix. We were talking about Bo Nix in, in terms of a physical stature perspective. Um, Quinn, if you see Quinn up close in person, he's not very big or imposing. He's about six two and a half, but you know he actually trimmed down in weight this past offseason before he played the 2023 fall campaign. Um, Quinn is interesting because he, I think, has a little more nuance as a passer in terms of changing ball speed, uh, changing arm angles, being able to layer the football dependent upon the throw and how it needs to be made, throwing guys open, throwing to a certain spot and trusting a guy is going to be there. Where I think Jackson's a little bit more of a fastball thrower, still learning kind of how to dial it back a little bit when it's necessary. But I would also make the argument that when it comes down to just drive the ball through the eye of a needle, Jackson probably has some advantages over Quinn in terms of just pure arm power. Um, I think if you took both players and you put one at Ole Miss and you put the other one at Texas, you'd probably not see a drop-off in either offense. And so – between Dart, Beck, and Ewers, is is Dart the most talented? I think he's the most well-rounded when you combine athleticism and then the ability to throw the football. If we're looking at just a pure pocket player, I think Carson Beck really worked himself into the conversation um, of, of maybe being the best overall one. And I, you know, in, in, in fairness, like, we've only seen a pretty small sample size of Harris or Harrison Beck. I always say Harrison Beck is at a Carson Beck. I don't know if you remember Harrison Beck. He's a recruit back in like 04, 05 out of Florida that went to Nebraska. And I always get the name screwed up. Um, that happens over 20 years of all these clowns. Anyway, um, I, I think that we need to see a little bit more of Carson Beck as a player overall to fairly judge him against the guy that's played as much football as Jackson and Quinn. Fair enough. We'll leave it there. Okay. Yeah. So Dart's going to be, I mean, he's there. It's, it's, it's back. Well, I think it's Dart back viewers, but it just kind of depends on, like you said, um, what you want and what you're looking yeah. for. And although that group is talented, it's not as deep as this group. Dart could go. If things line up, he could go one through five in the draft the next year. Right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're you're making that assessment or projection based off of what you believe he's capable of doing. Right. See how time unfold. Hey, man, have a great time on your uh, on your vacation, and we'll catch up in a couple of weeks. All right, sounds good, buddy. Appreciate it. Tom Lugan, Bill, on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. It was driven by your next Ford F one hundred and fifty truck. 
Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. They have the best selection of pre-owned and new Ford F-150 trucks at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. It's also a Wings Wednesday brought to you by Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue in their new location in Dogwood, Flowood. Bianco at 930. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.